I mentioned on the podcast a couple of days ago that I've finally set up my sales consultancy practice. And the name that I've chosen for the business is Aberdeen Business Consulting. Now, I'd like to point out, again, like I did at the last recording, that I'm in no way affiliated to the university or to the town of Aberdeen in Scotland. It's just a name that I picked for sentimental reasons because I lived there for a while, I worked there for a while, and I sort of consider that place my second home. You could say that's my LGA in Nigerian terms, you know, my local government um, authority. So yeah, that's why I consider Aberdeen. It's like my second village. Anyway, so um, being that I have fond ties to the place, I have still kept in touch with my alma mater there. That's the University of Aberdeen. And it's something that I have recommended times past over here on the podcast for those of us who have advanced degrees to continue to do, not just for our foreign-based universities. Now, that's for those of us who are Nigerians, because typically, at least in my um, age set, uh, typically people have um, two degrees. You have your um, your basic degree or your first degree at home here in Nigeria, and then you have um, an advanced uh, degree abroad. And so it's my opinion that we should be in touch with um, our alma maters, uh, because those are good networking um, opportunities where you can bring value to other people and other people bring value uh, to you in return. So um, on the on the foreign front, I've been in touch with, um, I'm still in touch with um, the University of Aberdeen through a mentor slash mentee um, program that they've got going on where um, a couple of us who are um, out and about in the job market and trying to run businesses get to mentor other people who are um, undergraduates and we get to um, pay it forward. We get to help usher people in through um, into life and uh, through different um, career stages and uh, business stages. You know, the same sort of resource that a lot of us would have found useful when, you know, a decade or two ago, we were going through our own um, journeys as uh, undergraduates and newbies um, on the scene. So I've been doing that for... I think it's close to three years now, and I currently have another mentee um, who is okay. I'm not going to mention her degree course. I'm not sure if that would violate privacy. But anyway, I currently have a mentee, and or rather another mentee. And of course, since I'm here in Nigeria and she is in the United Kingdom, a whole lot of the stuff that we have to do is um, internet-based. So we're sending lots of emails back and forth. But then again, we're also doing uh, our meetings um, about twice a month. We're doing that on Zoom. And for those of you who've been wondering that, what is this, you know, above me, I will over university, uh, University of Aberdeen, mentor, mentee, what does all have to do with us? Wedding planners, wedding photographers, wedding videographers. Now, this is what it has to do um, with you guys. Now, because of the particularities of my situation, I'm having to conduct a lot of business um, with this young lady um, over Zoom. I don't have to do that in Nigeria because, um, let's face it, uh, for Nigerians, I know that for, um, you know, Americans, people in the United Kingdom, uh, Australia, where else, Canada, you guys are not back to business as usual. 
But as far as Nigeria is concerned, for all intents and purposes, I mean, being practical here, we're back to business as usual. So yes, you have to put on your uh, face mask if you have to go into uh, certain stores, for instance, especially stores that um, have much more international orientation. So if you're going to shop at uh, Game or at Shoprite, uh, what else? If you have to go to um, the cinema, you know the cinema chains we have here are South African. Um, what else? So if you're going to places like that, okay, hospitals, you have to put on your face mask and observe uh, protocols. But in other places, you know, the market, um, what else? Government offices, uh, meeting with clients, you know, all of that is um, out the window, except for those of us who are trying to be really um, health conscious. So in Nigeria, um, there are a couple of us who don't have to worry about the hassle of dealing with Zoom right now because, uh, yeah, let's say we have COVID fatigue in Nigeria. People are just trying to get on to make a living. However, if you do happen to be in this situation that I am, that you have to do several dealings over Zoom because it is possible. Um, even before the pandemic, there was a uh, there was a couple that I was um, trying to seal the deal with. Uh, the bride was here, but the groom who was going to cough up the dough was in America, and so a couple of the conversations that we had were over. Um, so not iMessage. There's apples. Uh, video apple has a native video thing i can't remember what it's called there's iMessage that's you know with the blue bubbles then there's the i something whatever that video thing is facetime yes that's it facetime so we had to do a lot of uh um conversations getting to know each other negotiating and all of that we had to do it through facetime so there's going to be times especially now with uh covid and everybody being educated about this whole video thing because uh, back then, you know, like five years ago, uh, those of us who are willing to get on WhatsApp video or FaceTime, you know, we were, we were, um, what I say, rarities. Most people didn't do that. But now that everybody's uh, comfortable with the idea or exposed to the idea, it's possible that we're going to have to do uh, business, um, a lot of business in the future um, using um, video uh, video facilities so you could be discussing with your bride and grooms and you know they're based in the united kingdom or you could be here in abuja and you're trying to have a conversation with the bride let's say she works in nasarawa but because her folks are here um the wedding is uh going to be here so you might have to do quite a bit of um all the uh you know chit chat getting to know you negotiation and everything you might have to do some of that over video if you want to be much more personable or if the bride is looking for a much more um, personable way of interacting rather than just sending emails um, back and forth. Now, so the reason why I'm making this recording today, sorry for the very long preamble, is because um, now that doing business over video is part of our concrete uh, reality um, in this business space, there are a couple of people who still have some hang-ups um, about the use of video. Like, yes, we have to do Zoom, but I don't want my face to show. Or, yes, we have to do Zoom, I want my face to show, but the brides and grooms or the other people that I'm talking to do not want to turn on their video, and I find that disrespectful. I want them to turn on their video, you know, blah, blah, blah. So lots, um, lots of all those hang-ups. So, in my own opinion, now, um, looking at it from the level of the event professional 
Now remember, you are the one who is the professional. So you have to be taking the initiative on a lot of all these things. Okay? So let's allow our prospective brides and grooms to have whatever hang-ups that they do. But we are the ones who are the professionals here. We are the ones who are seeking a certain end. We are the ones who want something. So we have to take the initiative. So if you are going to be on a Zoom call at all, as a wedding planner, as a photographer or whatever, you're the one who is initiating, you're the one who is chasing, then by all means, please turn on your video. If you are not going to turn on your video, and decidedly so, but you guys agree to a Zoom, I mean, then why agree to a Zoom session in the first place? You might as well just make a phone call or do the, uh, what's it called? Um, WhatsApp call, audio version only. It doesn't have to be a Zoom a Zoom session. But if the bride asked for a Zoom session, the assumption is maybe she's trying to get a feel of you and things like that. And if you accept, I'm assuming you accepted rightfully so, thinking that um, having face-to-face um, -face contact would be a nice way to distinguish yourself and uh, both of you get to source out your personality and stuff like that. So, when the time comes and, you know, ring, ring, it goes through, your video is on and her video is not on, you know, if you're taken aback, you might uh, just point out that, uh, oh, your video isn't on. Just say it like that. And if she says, oh, yeah, I know, I don't want my video on, then don't just get up all in your feels like you know you're now thinking in your head that uh okay so why did you make this thing a zoom thing if i'm going to have my video on and you're not going to have your video on and then because of that you know you turn your video off and then you're in that um uh that awkward situation where it's clear that you know you you're kind of miffed you know the conversation has already started and then it's clear to the bride or whoever it is that you're talking to that you started off this conversation miffed already just leave your video on and then continue the conversation. All is not lost. Because what you are trying to do is to get someone to know you, to like you, and to trust you. So actually, it is more important that you be on video more than our prospective brides or uh, grooms or whoever the client is. They should be able to get to see you, how likable you are, how personable you are. And when you are stressing uh, certain things or making a point, it's going to come across uh, not just inflection, you know, in the voice, but also mannerisms, face and all of that. So actually, it is much more important than you be on video um, instead of the other person. Remember, I'm looking at this from the angle of we are the professionals. We have to take the initiative. If we are talking about, you know, family dynamics, you were having village meeting over Zoom or whatever, then these principles do not apply. I'm talking about commercial situations here where you are trying to close the deal. So let's be dispassionate about it. Okay, now, how do you conduct the conversation being that you're looking at a blank screen? Now, this is one thing that you have to remember that uh, when it comes to sales and persuasion, um, sometimes it's it's a performance so you have to remember that it's a performance and so you know, just put your game face on look straight at the camera don't look at that black box if you look at the black box in front of you then um, you're not going to have the benefit of um, eye contact now it's hard to understand it's kind of counterintuitive but um, trust me even if the other person's video is on and you're looking intently at the box where the person's face is for the other person on the other side, it's going to look like you're looking askew, like you're looking down or looking to the left or looking to the right or looking up. I mean, depending on how 
you have configured um, your screen so if you look straight into the camera not looking at the little box psychologically there's that thing of the person feels like they are making direct eye contact with you because even if they are um, looking askew off to the left or to the right or whatever they're looking at the little box as far as they are concerned they are looking you right in the eye so whether the person's video is on or not always look into the camera for some phone systems the camera is going to be next to um, a little dot that shows that you know the video is on and something is recording so if you have one of those phones where um, the camera isn't obvious because it just blends into that black background then it's okay to look at that red dot or i think for zoom i think for zoom it's a green dot i can't remember for some apps it's a red dot for some uh for some i think for zoom i think it's a green dot so it's okay to just look at that green dot because that green dot is uh directly um underneath uh the camera so that's what you do look directly there and then keep having your conversations as normal and then um just pretend that you know what the um, level of um, engagement or interaction is at the other side now you're not going to have to pretend 100 percent because uh, even though we don't have video uh, feedback we do have audio feedback and you can tell when you're having a conversation with someone over audio that the person is disinterested or the person is excited or you get a sense of whether the person is paying attention or not so the audio feedback that you're going to get is going to be very useful um, in uh, gauging how the conversation is going along so of course if the bride sounds like she's um, excited you guys are vibing then by all means continue look straight into the camera you know if she laughs you find it funny you laugh if she says something it's humorous or endearing you smile just pretend you know what's uh what's going on um on the other end using all the audio uh feedback that uh yeah the audio feedback that you can get so um that's it pretty much that i wanted to go on about today how to um conduct business using zoom especially in situations where the other person does not put on the uh, camera oh yes one more thing apart from the audio feedback that you're going to get from uh, the bride or the groom on the other end there's also the matter of you prompting feedback because if you just look straight into the camera and you go on for a five minute monologue you know, that's not going to be very effective you might put the person to sleep so you have to um, take a break and pause from time to time and actually solicit feedback on what it is that you are saying. Like with my mentee, we came up with a course of action. We're trying to secure internships for her with different organizations and we came up with a game plan. And at each juncture where we discussed um, the specific um, aspect of the game plan that I proposed, I would ask for feedback. So, okay. So this is what we're going to do. You have to prepare an email to send to the career service. Uh, you have to prepare an email to send to the career service so that they can answer these questions and so we can make sure that your CV is up to date. What do you think about that? And then looking into the camera, I keep quiet. And then of course, my mentee, she would speak. She would say things she thought were okay, things uh, she didn't agree with, or stuff that she would need so much um, some more help with and then that moves the conversation along forward so 
take time strategic periods especially when you guys are discussing specific initiatives so let's say for instance you guys are negotiating and you've said your figure and they say ah rah, rah, that's not going to work what we can do at most is 2500 per head you know and um, let's say you are beginning to consider that option but you find it kind of untenable um, that's the point where you say at 2,500, well, the only way we can make that work is if we cut out the continental dish um, section um, on the menu. Are you guys willing to forego that? And you look straight into the camera and you keep quiet. And so it's like that. With um, specific proposals or initiatives, uh, prompt for feedback, and nothing is perfect, but if the person asked for a Zoom call, and they've turned off your video really this is just the best you can do remember you're the one who wants something it's a performance don't get up in your fields just uh, continue with your performance accordingly don't start off the conversation feeling miffed and making it obvious that you're upset that um, she decided to hook up a uh, zoom session and uh, the bride or the groom is not going to uh, put on the video so look squarely into the camera don't look at the black box even if the person's video is on don't look at uh, that square you can glance there from time to time because you're trying to gauge um, whether the person is feeling the conversation and body language and things like that but most of the time be looking at the video or the red dot the red dot or the green dot is going to be either to the left or right or at the bottom of the um, actual um, camera on your um, on your phone and then uh, what else uh, rely on audio feedback and then prompt feedback at different points of the conversation and you should be fine most importantly remember this might be the new way of doing business for the future because it's not like five years ago or ten years ago where uh, people are not aware of these things whatsapp video facetime uh, zoom has been around actually for three years although i didn't do zoom until no i think zoom has been around for four years but I didn't have to do Zoom until the pandemic. Before then, it was just uh, FaceTime and then um, WhatsApp video. So a lot more people are used to these things. I mean, even our grandparents are on these things now, and we're having lots of conversations that way. Grandparents, grandkids, you know, everyone. So um, get over your hangovers uh, concerning video. It's here to stay, and um, it's, it might be the way of doing business for the future. Uh, you never know. And besides, it might be good practice before, uh, you know, virtual reality comes online and then um, all of that. So, uh, yeah, so let's hang ups. Let's embrace this. And these are ways to deal with it, um, especially where people decide that they don't want to show their faces on video. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.